Hello, hello out there in Twitch and podcast land. I am SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. We are here for the Gambit podcast. Um, and as Prime Force says, we are here to relic Hamilton. Where is Kate Gaming when we need her? Um, hello, everyone. <laughs> Zareth, how are you doing this week? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm doing well enough, Solo. I'm tired. I want to... <laughs> I also want to, I want to Zeta Hamilton. <laughs> Can we? That's, you know, we need to work on that. Seems like it. Seems like a really basic uh, Zeta. Like. <laughs> so we're Z- a Zeta on the basic. Oh, exactly. That's so, a fundamental basic or a fundamental Zeta. Seems, seems important. Anyways. Oh, you guys think I'm quiet. Oh, yeah, you probably are. On, on Twitch, you are at least. You should be good now. Okay. Very good. I guess. All right. So, guys, it's 3v3. We actually, we always come on here and we say we don't have a lot to talk about. There's actually a decent amount to talk about this week, which is kind of surprising. <laughs> I like coming on and saying, guys, not much to talk about tonight. Yeah, I like saying it, but I also I always <laughs> want something to talk about. Right. And we can always make things to talk about, frankly. There's a and there's a lot, guys. There's been this game has been busy, man. I'll tell you it, what. It has been an org. Thank you. <laughs> and you picked the perfect emote for me tonight, because all I've been doing is shoveling Whoa. all day. <laughs> stuck in the northeast right now. <laughs> the, the emote for it is a cheer wall. Instead of a narwhal. <laughs> it's a cheer wall. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Orig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. So why don't we get started? Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but a road ahead dropped last week, like we predicted. <laughs> and boom, I guess. And along with boom, Prime Force just contributed to the Gear Saxon Fund. Um, Wonderful. So thank you, Prime. Uh, so the road ahead was very informative <clears throat> and not informative at all, all at the same time. And it, it was actually, when you go back and look at the old... Um, the old road aheads. This one is significantly longer, but it is strictly on one topic, uh, and that is the new game mode that's coming. And uh, it's called Galactic Conquest. We had, you know, we had hints of this coming in. Uh, what was it? December. There was a data mine talking about a new currency and a new store, and now we know what it's for. Yeah, I'm, um, I guess I'm intrigued. I, I'm like reluctantly intrigued. That, that sums it up well. Here, here's my problem. And I, I got into a fight with people on Reddit today because that's, you know, the thing to do during a snow day. Um, <laughs> but somebody posted say. about how the Galactic Challenges, it's BS that they're three days and yada, yada, yada. It's like, when you sit down and calculate how much time a competitive player actually puts into this game on a daily basis, like we put a lot of time into this game. So oh man, we certainly do. My big fear about this is what are we getting on the back end that's going to save us time? You know, like they changed the galactic challenges to twice a week, but when they did it, they made the first six tiers basically worthless if you finish tier seven um which was great 
fantastic addition. The new uh, challenge tier raid came in and they made hat simmable. Fantastic. I love it. You know, you, you added more time and then you took away other time. Really, really appreciate that. So we're now going to get a new game mode that lasts for weeks. And is there going to be a trade-off for that game mode? And before I answer that, thank you, Real Wicked, and now the Twitch hype train. <laughs> thank you, guys. It's oh, wow. Always appreciated during podcast night. Um, <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, so, Zareth, you know, we're getting a new game mode. What do you... How do you feel about this? Um, I mean, but like, it's really hard for me to say much more than, like, reluctantly excited. Like, I, I've said it a few times, so <clears throat> this... And this annoys me. I'll just I'll just be like real blunt when I say like so. I hate the defeatist attitude that the community has, where the the first thing out of a ton of people's mouths was, um, "I wonder how they're going to break it." Oh yeah, I know, it's idiots. Um. Uh, it it really annoys me that they uh like <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I I just find myself so frustrated when people. When people just assume that this is going to happen, like yes, that that does happen often, but like, <clears throat> why why can't we be excited about this? What it'll eventually be like? Yes, they're going to have deadlines. They're going to have issues. Uh, you know, like that. Just like everything else, sometimes things are released too early, and that's frustrating. I don't like it either when it's broken. But yeah. like, people have been like, "Where's our content? Where's our damn content? <laughs> damn it all! Give us right. our content." And then the second, they're like, hey, guys, we have a whole new game mode and it looks super involved and you guys are going to be way too busy. People are going to people aren't saying like, oh, that sounds exciting. People they will say that sounds intriguing. They say, um, how is CG going to break it? Because those guys are assholes, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh, good Lord. Um, I, I, too, hate all of that. Like, it's sad that in today's day and age, you expect content to come out broken because it's not just this game. It, it, it's honestly not. And part of the problem is there's a lot of games out there that, um, you know, have lived into the stereotype. Like it became a cliche for a reason, but at the same time, like you said, everyone's saying we want more content. We want something different. And while GAC is, you know, my favorite game mode and your favorite game mode, like, I do want something that's different. I do want additional game mode. Um, and everybody I heard that said, oh, well, you know, this game mode's going to be broken or this game mode's going to be stupid or this isn't what we want. This isn't a sandbox mode. They don't listen to us, yada, yada, yada. Listen, here's the deal. At the end of the day, you're claim- complaining about a gear crunch. Here's a new game mode that's going to come with a new store that's going to give rewards, you're going to be getting new uh, new, ac- new ways to access gear. Good Lord, I could talk tonight. You're going to help alleviate the gear crunch with a new game mode, and you're complaining that you have a new ge- uh, game mode. Like, you, you just can just never, never keep people happy. And before we begin, uh, uh, be- before we continue, I just, uh, Orig, thank you so much for your donations, brother. 
just means the world to both of us. Uh, we normally we we're not going to interrupt our show too much for the for the donations. We always appreciate it. We make sure to acknowledge it, but um, this is a little bit uh, above and beyond. <laughs> so thank you so much, man. Um, or ten thousand bits make solo take a shot. I can take a shot of water. There's literally nothing in my house right now to take a shot of because it snowed and all I have is beer or water. Nice. <laughs> but anyways, we, uh, so yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I'm, I am nervous. So, you know, you said, you said you like the HAT got, you know, like now we can, now we can put this, push this in button. And honestly, yeah. that doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> Because I've I've been like that. It's essentially been a sim button for me. I just get worse reward. Got worse rewards. Like it was a huge, huge upgrade to get a sim button. But the the impact on my time was the same. Like I, I think I I worked hard to get a couple of the HAT, uh, the tank raid. Um, I, I worked hard to get some of the some of the tank raid feats before we got or whatever they're called quests, prestigious quests. Uh, before we before it got simmable but but now i just yeah i i just didn't have time especially because you can't just like hit the the auto button and go you have to come, keep coming back to the phone and hitting it again right and so for me it doesn't do anything actually um so we have the rancor raid that i don't participate in frankly i've i've done a couple mercs just because my my time frame has kind of worked out for me to be able to do that uh, but it, it was, I don't, I don't anticipate doing that much more. I'm going to be really, really slow on the relic eight for a while. unless I spend some actual money, which I may, may end up doing who knows. Uh, and now we have this new game mode and uh, like, you, you can't really read it and tell exactly what's going to, what's going to be like with the time, like how much time it's going to be. But like a lot of people are comparing it to things that in Marvel strike force where, it's super time intensive and it makes me nervous a little bit, actually. I bet it'll be fun. I don't know what it's going to do to my time. Right. That's the one thing I don't want. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't have time for, quite frankly. Um, but it does. So it sounds like they have an <clears throat> energy cap. And if they have an energy cap, that means I, you can't it's not going to be like a finish it all at once type of situation, unless it sounds like you can buy energy or you can buy consumables. Um, so if you want to finish it all at once, great. There you go. Have fun. Buy whatever that consumable is more power to you. If you don't want to, it sounds like it lasts for a week. So I don't think you will need to buy the consumables. Just you have to slow play it. And if I can slow play it, I am, more than okay with that you know um if it only takes five to ten minutes a day hopefully closer to five (laughs) i am more than okay with that um if i have to start committing 20 minutes even every other day i don't have that much time left (laughs) you know i like sleep let me sleep cg yeah well i'm like <clears throat> I'm right there with you on that because it's not only it's not only like I, I like sleep and, and all of this. Um, like 
I just, I don't know if I'm physically capable of doing more in the game right now because I have three accounts. Like I right. may have to just give up one of my accounts or something. And that's not going to make any of my, you know, like they have three distinct groups of people who kind of follow my, you know, some of my content. And <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to make one of those groups happy if I have to do that. It, it won't right. make me happy. And, yeah. and then and then it gets into the weird territory of like, do I ask someone who has more time to help me? I'm already doing that with one of my accounts. <laughs> oh, and we all saw how that turned out. Uh, how, how is uh dear old moth gideon on that account (laughs) stop making me sad solo i don't appreciate it (laughs) um uh but in all in all seriousness um the other good thing though so you and i literally just this afternoon we're talking about what we're going to do on our streams for the off week because you know you, you want to keep streaming in that week between GACs, but what the hell are you going to do? Like you can only realistically, you can only have so many modding, um, you know, streams, or you can only have so many, like, here's how a tier five team works like, or a five V five team works. So what are you going to do in that off week? Maybe this is our solution, you know, especially when people really want to see what's going on the first time maybe this helps add into it, which, you know, so as content creators, I, I don't think we can complain at all. Well, that, that's definitely true. <clears throat> there's some good, there's a really good material, uh, like potential for yeah. us to be able to actually make some great content outside of the GAC season. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, and org, thank you. Uh, thank you again. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, we maxed out the hype train. Yes. Oreg, you're a legend, dude. I mean, you already were, but wow. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think there's a lot of good potential here. I just, I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm like, I'm just torn. Like, what if I really, ha- what if I end up really enjoying it? Like, that sounds, right. that sounds so <laughs> dumb to be like worried about enjoying something. And yeah. yet, I'm just like, what? what do i do if i if i do end up really enjoying it like that's yeah yeah we we um uh, we create a second half of the podcast that <laughs> that's what we do we we turn it from a grand arena focused podcast to a grand arena <laughs> and uh galactic conquest <laughs> podcast yeah yep uh, exactly i mean i Maybe this is maybe so. Maybe this is the thing that helps us go pro. Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, maybe our maybe our GAC expertise will translate to <laughs> conquest, and conquest will be so compelling to everyone that they'll will be swimming in money. We'll be like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> oh, hashtag life goals. Um. <laughs> I mean, even if even if all I get from it is the ability to swim through gold coins, I'm good. Like, is even that, if that's it, like, even if I don't even get gold coins, like, just that ability itself seems pretty transcendent. What so. about if they're gold coins that are really just wrapped around chocolate? I could probably make that happen. I can, I can you know, buy, <laughs> yeah. I can buy enough of those. <laughs> it's hard to practice something like that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh 
or that'd be as fun as Cranker. Um, here's the thing with the challenge tier ranker. If they just took away the wait for the rest <laughs> of your guildmates, I like the raid. Like the raid mechanics aren't as awful as the Sith raid, where it's just miserable. Or God, <clears throat> phase one of the um, heroic tank raid is freaking probably the worst content ever created in this game. Like it was painful. Um, we're sitting there yeah. counting to seven. Uh, how many times has Grievous been hit? Oh no, I need to hit him with the turn meter removal this time. Like, oh God, that was so painful. <laughs> it's still painful to this day. Um, but yeah. the, the new raid, the mechanics, other than having to do it all at once the mechanics of the new raider i have zero problem with go in hit for five minutes you're done you get a good score it's the waiting for 10 minutes until you know even uh, our your guild finishes it in 50 minutes like my guild finishes it in 50 minutes now so you're not even waiting around that long when you do it but we have like okay phase one just dropped in 15 minutes, phase two drops. You go in, you get your hit, you're done in five minutes. And it's like, oh crap, I have to sit here for 10 minutes now. Like, this is awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're just twiddling your thumbs because you can't do anything else in the game either. Right. And you can't really, like, certain people, some people have phone platforms that it's just, like, really tough to actually, um, like, it's really risky to exit out. Right. You know, so sometimes you just have to sit there. Yeah. Dismiss first world problems. Unfortunately, that it, that is true. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I accept <and> that. <laughs> I, I, I do get crap sometimes from people, probably like Dismiss, who are just like, I wish I could even do the Sith raid. Or the Sith raid. The, uh, <laughs> the Rancor, Crancor. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I wish I could too. Like, I have the roster to do it. <laughs> But I just, I just can't, I, you know, well, whatever. We'll, right. we'll get through it solo, but it's a, it's a pretty interesting situation right now. I just, I don't like, I, I still don't like like an extra hour of my time as, you know, it, it takes a while. I, I do think that this is about ideal for a new raid though. I think it was always going to be really tough. If I'm, if I'm being just real honest, I yeah. think that it was always going to be really tough for me specifically to have a new raid in my life like i just i don't i don't have the the time flexibility for that at, at this current state so yep i hear that one i i do i hear that one um all right why don't we move on from the road ahead because sure. there's still going to be a lot of information that comes out <laughs> this is not going to be the only time we talk about this there's going to be a lot <laughs> as more information comes out yes. so um, I, I also, uh, so um, I do just want to say one, one other thing before, before we get, like, I, it's just a prediction, but I forgot to say it last time, and I'm glad that no information came out uh -huh, one way or another, but I, I think, I've been thinking for a while, since before the last show, I think that one of the next things we're going to get is the Razor Crest from Mandalorian. <laughs> that's, I, that's, see, like... Part of me agrees with you, and part of me, actually, I was just talking to somebody today about how we do need new ship content, even though ships 
are freaking awful, but CG doesn't like Fleet. They want you to they want you to like Fleet, but it's very clear they don't spend a lot of time thinking about Fleet. So I I completely agree with you. I just have no faith that it will actually happen. Because Yeah, I they were doing well for a while. Like they were coming out with new ships consistently. Like I, I was I was impressed, like at least one new ship a month for a while, even like averaged more than that for a little bit. And yeah. then it it's just non-existent again. Oh yeah. Except well, except they were like, but you have to use more ships in Grand Arena. I mean right. I blame Star Wars Scott squadrons. <laughs> I blame what? squadrons. Oh, oh, because okay, yeah. It came out and then they pushed it. Yeah. Like that kind of pushed ships more into the public view. So they're like, Oh, hey, Basically. you guys want more ships, don't go play squadrons. Play Galaxy yeah. of Heroes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we're um, like, oh, they're not going to play at four ships. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So this past week in Grand Arena, um, you know, last week we spoke about your match with Urs, and it was quite the match. Um, this week, magically, four content creators were matched up against each other. Ur- Urs was matched up against Heinze, and. Um, Arnold and Cubs got matched up. Um, I, I wanted to. I wanted to have a poker face. Like, oh, <laughs> really? Oh my! That, Weird. that sounds dramatic and interesting. It, <laughs> but um, it's not. It's, it's not interesting. It, well, it's, maybe it's interesting. Yeah. I, you know what? It, you know why it's interesting? Because <clears throat> they did get trem- a tremendous amount of viewers. Um, one oh, of man, the fights. One of the fights did much better at keeping the viewers than the other one did. Um, <laughs> Which uh, we were actually a little bit grateful for uh, how things fell out there. I mean, not not in any kind of like we hate anyone way or wish anyone poorly, but yeah. Um, no, it, so gosh, I it's a really interesting thing. So you know what? What I, I'm sure everyone listening here probably if you're paying if you're if you're watching us you're probably paying attention to grand arena scene at large and you probably know this but for posterity's sake if people want to go back and listen to these um what happened was so last last week uh when i i had my big match with Urs, we talked about it we even named the podcast uh title something dramatic and interesting <laughs> um <laughs> and uh we so me and Urs had this big fight and it was cool. Like I was just big enough to make it like a, you know, I was just big enough, well-known enough to make it like a really interesting community event. Like, you know, uh, like three or four months prior to that, I was probably not even quite big enough then uh, kind of thing. So, you know, just on the very, very edges. And so it, it, it kind of blew up though. Like Urs made a huge amount of money, biggest stream he's ever had since like, you know, like two years ago or something, he was saying till he did like an unlock thing. Uh, and then uh, beyond that, though, then there was um, so so we had we had this big sorry we had this big fight. It was it was awesome. You know, we we both benefited greatly from it. You were there solo, obviously. We talked about that, but I blocked the score. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. You you were there to block the score. <laughs> so funny, but uh, we. Uh, 
it, it was it, it was a cool event and the whole community said oh wouldn't that be cool if it happened again and then it artificially happened again yeah, twice and did. and so so what ended up happening was Urs, uh, or sorry, someone in the same eight-person group as Heinze, uh told Urs, and actually uh, he told Cubs as well. He said, "Hey, like, do you want to play my account? You can play against Heinze if you guys like lose and engineer this fight. Like, why don't why don't you do it?" And so, like, Urs and Cubs flipped a coin. Urs won, so Urs got to control that account basically, yeah. and and then magically. Like a couple of days later, it was announced that Cubs, who was like a six million GP account, like one or two Galactic Legends, pretty, pretty small potatoes in terms of like end game, like you know high end end game stuff. Not saying anything bad about him or the state of his account, just like not 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 eight smaller million account. GP, right. yes, way, way smaller account than than Arnold, who does whale out on all the stuff, which is totally fine as well. You know, uh, like there's no way at all that they would ever get paired and yet they announced that they were going to be fighting each other and the exact same thing happened someone was like hey i'm in the same group as arnold cubs do you want to play my account and he's like heck yes <laughs> so so we have these two guys who are controlling their accounts and uh, other accounts that they've never played and like cubs is is like hitting me up he's like hey i don't i don't know how to use half this stuff like how do i do this stuff and i'm like okay i'll show I'll help. uh that's fine um but it, there's been such a weird mixed reaction from the community. Like a lot of people seem to really enjoy it. And yet it's super weird that there's half of it, half of the people know the account that they're using really intimately because they've been building it for four or five years. And the others are just borrowing it. And it's like free money. It's like, hey, I'm going to stream this. And if I lose, it doesn't even impact me. I still have my own Grand Arena play. How right. do you feel about that, Solo? What are your thoughts? I'm I have a ton of thoughts. Obviously, I'm just rambling, but I want to hear what you say. <laughs> I have a ton of thoughts, both positive and negative. Um, oh, God. It's, so, I hate the fact that they weren't playing on their own accounts. Um, I, I, I don't like it. And, I mean, you look at the Cubs fight, and the account he took over didn't even have a seven-star malevolence. Like it was six stars, and all it, all this other stuff um, on it, and so it's like you just you jumped at the first opportunity that was in front of you, and I don't I don't blame them. Like this isn't bad about them. Like they took the opportunity that was given to them, but at the same to the same extent, one of the reasons that yours and Urz's matchup was so interesting is because it was so rare um we've had content creators match up against each other you know we've had db official and grid was the week before we've had um who did lazy turtle fight last week or the week before oh kiawe oh right right uh, so they matched up we've had end all against Micaeus. like we've had these matchups before but Urs is on a different <laughs> level than, no offense, you know, I love Endal. I, you know, I talk to Lazy Turtle all the time. I enjoy him. Gridden, I, right. I enjoy Gridden, like, but it's just not the same level. 
Um, oh, and Arnold versus Indigo happened yep. twice in two weeks. Like, oh yeah, we we even had you versus Black Mamba once. So and, and me versus Gom twice. Twice. Um, that, we should have made that bigger. We could have promoted that actually. We, in we hindsight, should've. I think we yeah. could have, but. But um, we're all we're all like per we're all PVP guys. We're just like let's just focus right. on winning. Let's not. We don't want to. <laughs> right. We're like, please God, don't. I don't want. I want to win my bracket. Please send right. Dom a loss. Like, yes, I don't want to have to be the one because <laughs> I I might. I don't know if I can. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so we've had all these things before, but these were the or yours was the first time that. It was two big creators, and Urz does know how to promote. I mean, if, if there's anything that Urz knows, it's how to entertain and how to get people in. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he's good at it. And so it was this unique event, right? It, it's this one-in-a-lifetime unique event that happened. It just so happened to line up on a Friday night, which was amazing, like, that was perfect timing. And then it happens twice the next week. It's almost like, a, here's the coattails, I'm going to ride it. Where if they had just waited, like just, guys, just wait, like two more weeks. Make it so it's special. Not two main events in one weekend following the weekend that just had a main event. Like that's how you create burnout, Right you don't want too much of a good thing because then you forget about a good thing. Like it, it just always in front of you. So if Arnold Cubs, Urs and Heinze all got together and talked and said, Hey, we, we should all do this. I'll, we'll take this weekend. You guys wait two weeks. We'll, you take that weekend. We'll make this huge thing. It'll be fantastic. I think it would be a lot better than, Hey guys, we're just gonna pound all you guys over the heads, you know, with what <laughs> all all at once. Just jump on the train all at once. With that said, there were like seven thousand people watching the Arnold vs. Cubs. Yeah, more more than that, even. Like I think I saw seven point six. I saw a screenshot yeah. of seven point six. Who knows it? But like, but I mean your point is made. I didn't need to quibble. Like, it was it was a massive event. Over like, ten thousand people over the course of it watching. Right. That is huge. And it one of the things that we actually talked about this, I think, with Ando randomly one day was if you look at the overall <clears throat> Twitch viewership in say july and then the overall twitch viewership in january it's grown and it's grown significantly like it used to be that there was like a hundred people total watching twitch back in, in june or july and now we'll have a hundred people on one stream 50 people on another stream 45 people on another stream like so twitch viewership is growing so anything that is going to bring more people into these kind of live matchups is good for the game. It, it It's good for the game. It's good for us as content creators, but more importantly, it's good for the game because if you are so invested that you're watching live content and you're excited by a game mode, it means you're going to be excited by the game at the same time. So getting more people to watch this platform is, it's just a good thing. I just think it, you can have too much of a good thing at the same time. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm in a really weird position where I want to feel real disdainful of the other matches because I'm <laughs> like, I was, I was here first, guys. Like, you're, imit- you're imitating me. Like, stop. Just stop. And, and, and yet, I saw a lot of people on the Cub stream, on the Unold stream, who were like, this is the best thing ever because they didn't see me or hers. Like, we're, right. we're you know, we're kind of big-ish, like, we, we aren't as big as Cubs and Arnold, though. They're the two biggest in the game. Like, you just have to admit, they are the big two biggest. And so a right. ton of people who didn't don't have any idea who I am, or ERS, for that matter, are going to jump at the chance to see their two favorite content creators face-to-face, you know, like talking smack, even if one of them is kind of out of his depth in terms of, like, playing a huge account and stuff. Like, it, it's, it's a spectacle. And it is beneficial to the Twitch community at large. Like you're, you're right that it's been getting bigger. Like, you know, I, I, I'm glad that I could contribute a small number of people for my, you know, from the people who watched my videos on YouTube and stuff. But I think uh, these big events, like people realize just how fun a live event can be. And I mean, I can't really complain that much. I, I want to be on a high horse. Like I want, I want to feel like I'm special and I'm fancier than everyone else. Like, of course I do. Um, but I, I guess I can, I'll try to just look beyond that. And, and frankly, like then we, on Sunday, I still had a pretty big crowd. Like people still right. wanted to watch me. It wasn't just like, Oh man, I'm only ever going to watch Cubs again. Like that, I'm, you know, only ever him, I, you know, <laughs> it's given him a taste for live for live play. So it's, it's just a very interesting thing. There's also like, it does, it, it totally breaks the the terms of service. Like, I I don't personally, I care zero about that. Right. Like, I just don't care about it. Um, and as long as it's not being abused, like uh, you know, as long as Cubs didn't go in and just like upgrade, you know, like Tuscan or sell, sell or all the mods or yeah. Right. You know, as long as they're being responsible stewards, I'm, you know, I'm good with it. But it's also like, what does CG do, though? This is like the most blatant thing ever in their face of just like, hey, <laughs> we're, we're, we're couch sharing CG and we're making a bunch of money off of it. I, I so there was a big, big talk about this in the GAC or GA Center chat. So, you know, we're, we all participate in this, the GA Center put on by the Escape Pod, and there is a Discord server just for the competitors, a.k.a. it's only content creators, but you have like 60 to 80 content creators in this Discord server. And so, of course, this was the talk of the town uh, on that server. And it's funny because, you know, day job, I'm a lawyer, um, and part of my job is to advise national corporations basically on policy decisions that they make. And the first thing that went through my head is they need to send a warning saying, guys, you can't do this because if at any point something goes wrong down the line with somebody else's account that's involved in account sharing and they, let's say they take away an account that somebody spent $20,000 on and that person says, I want my money back. They say, no, here's the terms of service. You know, not even a good lawyer, a bad lawyer is going to come up to him and say, let me show you this event that was watched by 7.6 thousand people that showed account sharing going taking place, right? You know, that that's what you do. Um, in fact, I know people that have made that argument 
uh, when they were they had accounts banned for buying league or banned for something, and they spent a lot of money. They hired a lawyer. They went to CG, and you know everything kind of went quiet on what the results were. But uh, you you know I'm pretty sure they got paid money back. Maybe not everything that they were asking for for the account, but when you have blatant violations of the terms of service and they ignore it, um, you know, it, that's a bad thing. So part of me really thinks CG should send a letter saying, Hey guys, you can't do this. I'm not saying ban anyone, like don't ban them over this, but send the stop the cease and desist letter, if you will. But the other part of me thinks that CG really likes it. Um, you know, because it is it is huge publicity for their game in an exciting way. Um, you know, so I, it it's just such a strange it, the way they deal with their terms of service on a selective basis just confuses me. <laughs> but it's it's their game, so the you know let them do what they want to do. Uh, and frankly, this isn't a thing that I care about at all. And like, if if CG wants to be selective and how they enforce it, I mean, I don't know. I, I it would be nice to have a more uniform thing, but in general, so we we had that big stink of, um, you know, the 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 huge, the huge fiasco with Arnold and stuff this summer. Whatever, we don't need to get it back into that. But that that was like the only time really that I've seen much of the account sharing kind of thing to actually be relevant. Like mostly CG just kind of like, yes, it's in the terms of service, but we're going to look the other way. Right. You know, as long as you don't make it super duper obvious and, you know, like for essentially force them to do something. This to me is just, a, it's like the closest someone has come to just like saying, like daring them to enforce the TOS. Like this, this is, nobody nobody watching actually thought it was cubs and arnold maybe right. like 10 total people you know like no, nobody yeah. really so i it's just a i don't know i'll be interested to see where it goes i i didn't do it so i right you know they took the risk the people you know and i think what i hope from it though from you know when you were saying it before what i really hope is that this is what gets the uh, CG to realize that just how into like the PVP stuff people can be, and they want to see the internet personalities and stuff, their favorite players square off against each other. They want to see that spectacle. And we've been doing Grand Arena for a long time. Other games have parallels, I'm told. I, I don't play those games, so I don't know for a fact, but I'm told that you can have like a thing where you can have like you know, if I wanted, if me and Arnold agreed to, we could actually have a friendly GAC match and we could actually make a spectacle of it. Right. Not that he would want to, but like you could do that in other games, not just so much in Galaxy of Heroes. I, I would love to have a game, a mode like that. Like, could you imagine solo? Like we could say, I mean, you, you and I could even just say like, hey, you know, <laughs> as a stretch goal for like donations or something, you know, for trying to right. fundraise for something like, if we get to a certain level, me and Solo will have a match together, you know, against <laughs> each other. Yeah. Not that our friendship would survive that, but like it's, it's possible. Somebody asked what happened uh, on our server the one day. Uh, 
if we ever got matched up? And my answer was, we'd both play ultra competitively and we would hate each other for weeks because of the defenses that we put down <laughs> against each other. It was like, and after I typed it, cause I, I typed it as a joke and then I was like, you know, that's actually probably very true. Let's, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we, it would be amazing for the game. Like it would, could you imagine a league at like league play and we could get some and some of the content creators in on it and we could actually really face each other? I mean, oh, yeah. just amazing potential. And it, you'd have to think the CG would find a way to monetize it. I mean, uh, they, I'm they, sh- they could profit. I'm sure. Well, here, here's the thing. If you're a content creator, right, and you're making money off this game and you find a, a way, like let's say they make these tournaments even if it's pay to enter and they ask you to pay $50, but you know, you're going to make a hundred dollars off of this tournament. You would do it. Right. I mean, you would be stupid not to, um, and you know, monetize it and bring us in because we're going to make money off of it. So, um, CG can find a way to make money if they really wanted to. And, and give the fans what they want. Because if they could set up like a round of 18 brackets for Grand Arena, or even if we could set up our own round of uh, round of 18, round of 16 brackets, where, you know, we just have I'll face you and then somebody else will face each other. And so it's an artificial bracket. I mean, that's content as a fan I would want to watch. Like even if I didn't participate in that, as a fan I would want to watch that. So they're, they should find a way. This is the way, CG. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, once I remove my, like, just, like, personal, like, feelings of, you know, like, I, I just happened to be, you know, I was part of something really cool and, and fun. The rest of the community saw it. And, and then the way bigger names than me all just jumped in on it and did it themselves. And so now I'm, I'm like, kind of, just like a, an asterisk, I'm a, I'm a footnote. And once I get past the pride piece of it, I can only see this as like good for the community, frankly. Right. Like, um, it, what, one thing I thought was really interesting, I don't know how I feel about it. I keep hearing, um, I kept hearing a lot of the streamers who are actually doing it say, we're doing it for the community. Like, especially in the second one, like Arnold and, and said, kept saying like, Man, this we're, we just really want the community to have this, and I don't know. I it was really hard for me not to feel just a little bit cynical. I'm like, right. <laughs> I, I was like, I know how much I made on on my on my much smaller stream than theirs. Like, yeah, that that was that was like a, a payday for like a, an enormous payday for both of them. Like, right, <laughs> you know, we, we just want the community to have this. And be able to, and have the opportunity to pay to, to be part of it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Or whatever. They, they, they're also doing it for a living. So you can't blame them. We're trying to monetize things too. So, oh, yeah. I have no problem with it. But hell, we'll tell you right up front. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you explained to people what you need to make partner in the past week? Like, just be up front with it. Hey, guys, this is fantastic. You guys are going to have fun. We're going to make money. Let's go do this. You know? Um, 
yeah yeah i mean some people might be off put by being that uh, in the in your face about it i just i do i i prefer to just i don't know <laughs> people people are like wow i never knew what uh you know like what a gifted sub and bits are and i'm like yeah i'll tell you if you want me to i don't i'm not afraid you know yeah right but you know of course that's just a part of something that we do but it's it's whatever i'm I'm pleased with the direction this is going. I'm also also just very interested to see what, if anything, this this changes. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, all right. Now we have more important things to talk about, and it's <laughs> speaking speaking of content for that's for the community this is literally content for one community member um our dear dear old friend prime force who is out there in the chat this friday night um we are going to have our friend uh Mudbum on the gambit fight night and along with him we are going to have prime forces account on stream for at least a couple minutes um, because Mudbum. So I was there when this community challenge started. It was a, if Mudbum gained 50,000, uh, he calls his channel points, clench points. If people donated 50,000 clench points, Mudbum was going to gear Gar Saxon to gear 13. If he didn't get the donations, prime was going to gear him to gear 13. Um, then they hit 50,000 clench points real fast. Uh, and so they made a second challenge, uh, challenge tier two, where if you, they could collect another 50,000, Prime would have to gear his Gar Saxon to gear 13. And here's the problem. They hit that one too fast as well. And so Mudbum was coming on our stream. It's like, Guys, I have this idea for a challenge tier three on my page where if we can collect another 50,000, you guys have to gear Gar Saxon up to gear 13. Um, well, they've officially collected another 50,000. Uh, there's Prime Force is trying to start a challenge tier four to Zeta Gar Saxon. I will have none of that, Prime. I will have none of that. Um, but on stream Friday night, I'm going to figure out how to have four accounts on the stream. Um, and we are going to literally race to gear 13, see who can upgrade the fastest. We all are sitting at the same gear level right now. What is it? Seven plus four or is it eight plus four? I thought it was, thought it was nine plus something. Oh, it my is. gar it's, is at nine right now. It's nine plus four. It's nine plus four. Uh, and so in theory, we will all have enough gear to get to gear 13. Um, and Prime Force has volunteered to Zeta him. <laughs> Good job, Prime. Ooh. Congrats. This Excellent. Is, I hadn't this, heard about that. Well, this is where it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so Friday night... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friday night we are going to have a Gar Saxon to Gear 13 race and so join us for the Gambit fight night it is going to be a unique fight night that is that is for sure 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be epic, guys. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, this game has never seen so many gars go up to gear thirteen so fast. It's it's really gonna be funny. <laughs> like, uh, I, yeah, I I never thought this day would come, but frankly, I've been wanting this for a while. Anyways, I've been wanting Gar Saxon uh, to be to be relict, and I'm actually I'm not gonna be dating him. Just to be real upfront, not like Prime. But uh, I am going to, uh, I'm going to add a pot sweetener to all of it, I think. So you guys can find out what that is. Um, but it's, it's going to be equally as foolish, I, I think. Um, as equally ill-advised as gearing Saxon up to 13. Uh, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> yes, it, it, it will be. Um, it, it, it should be fun. Uh, yeah. I, I, I am looking forward to Friday night. It is midnight Eastern. Um, I, I, my guess is we'll do the gar off at the start. That makes the most sense. Maybe. Or maybe like after you go or something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how late Prime Force wants to stay up since True. he's the only one not actually on the stream. Um, yeah. And there is rumor that Mudbum via Lazy Turtles channel might have a reaction <laughs> a reaction crew talking about the race while this is all going on. I oh. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Um but when in doubt blame blame mud, mud bum. So that is going to be Friday night. On top of that, it is a very big week for both of us going into the final week of Grand Arena. So why don't we start talking about uh, what's what's leading into this final week? How did we do this past week that's going to lead into week four? All right, let's let's have you go first, Solo. You I I keep recapping my stuff first. Let's let's mix it up dramatically and have you talk first. <laughs> uh fine. All right, so I came into this fight at one and zero, or one and zero, crap, six and zero. Coming into week one, um, the opponent I was up against uh, liked to place two Galactic Legends and Darth Revan on defense every time. It was always one Galactic Legend, Darth Revan in the front zone, and then a Galactic Legend hiding in the back. So. For the first time ever, I had my Jedi Knight Luke counter to uh, Darth Revan fail on me, and it was depressing. Um, I, I've been using this counter literally since Jedi Knight Luke came out. I figured it out on stream one day, and it has worked ever since. And this time, it just... Uh, it failed me. And so I lost to Darth Revenant in the front because I didn't use a Galactic Legend on it. I open up the back and my opponent apparently was too scared to put the second Galactic Legend. It was the first time in a long time that he didn't have a Galactic Legend hiding in the back. So I could have just used one on Darth Revenant if I wanted to. But at the end of the day, even with him keeping three Galactic Legends for offense, he got to the back zone. He failed on my Ray team. And then he tried nine times to beat Fin Fin Poe 
and he could not do it. So I, I prevented the full clear. So as the escape pod guys would say, I'm not going to get the triple crown this week because literally my first fight of the week uh, was a loss. But I got I got the win in the actual round itself. Um, so that was my round one. You were also coming into this round at 6-0. and How did your week start off? Um, it was good. <laughs> it was okay. So it was against a guy who um, normally he is from one of the um, Aussie guilds, the um, ANZGZ, whatever, like all the yeah. letters, all the different letters. All um, the letters. It, it involves an A and a Z and a G, I think, but... Sorry to sorry to show off my my incredibly good um, alphabet skills, but anyways, the guy the guy had a pretty decent lifetime score. Like he's he knew his stuff. Like he plays Grand Arena, and uh, yet he he just uh, auto deployed and didn't respond to any of my angry messages <laughs> that were wondering why the heck he did the things that he did, why he was the way that he was, and. Um, so I ended up having to try clearing four Galactic Legends who were auto-set, and I couldn't do it. I actually think I could have if I'd been smarter. So I'm not not trying to blame anyone but myself in terms of that. Um, but it was I was looking forward to the match. It looked like a decent player that, you know, like it, it could be a good match. And instead, it was just uh, this really dumb thing where I cleared half the board and moved on. So... I mean, I got the win. Love the win. That wasn't a match, though. You know, I want to want to actually like, you know, I I had planned like this really cool trap for him and everything, and so I just like, uh, it's it's annoying. But but I got the win, so seven and zero, oh, and it's it is nice to have a no pressure win. So there's there is that. Um, right. Anyways, so we're we're both seven and zero, oh, and uh, it, it does your week get harder solo? Uh, in theory, it did. That's. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, round two, I'm up against a guy from, uh, FC alpha, which is the, uh, I'll just call it the minor leagues of your guild. You know, you're all in the alliance, same Alliance. Um, they are 337 million. You guys are what, th- like 365 million or some absurd amount. Um, but you're in a PVP alliance. FC Alpha is a truly amazing territory war guild. Um, they win a lot. <laughs> and so all the players, in theory, know how to play and how to play PVP. Um, <clears throat> my opponent, I looked at his history. He likes to cheese the hell out of his defense. And when I say cheese, I don't, I don't mean level ones. I mean, he puts Spring Leader Kylo daka and zombie on defense every single time he hits ray han and chewy on defense every single time because you know apparently they're annoying to people when you have four galactic legends um it, it was easy to plan against like supreme leader kylo daka and zombie if you're going up against somebody with jedi master luke on offense just give them the 54 banners and say here you go have fun sir like good day um, and same thing with Rayhan and Chewie. Like, I, I use Sith Eternal and uh, Watt, and I, <laughs> I undersized it. I undersized your Rayhan and Chewie. Um, 
like it, it was pathetically easy. So I think I scored like what 26, 69 or some, some ridiculously high score. Um, because the cheese doesn't work when you're up against somebody with four galactic legends and they're prepared. So it ended up being an easy win. And then he couldn't full clear me. Like literally he got to my back zone. He lost to every team in the back zone. Every single one didn't clear three of them and then just gave up. So, um, you know, again, you shouldn't put Han and Chewie on defense if you can't beat Fin Fin Poe because you kind of have to expect that Fin Fin Poe is going to be on defense every single time. Like, have a counter. Um, I've enjoyed this uh, community, like, deal. Everyone's everyone's kind of just, like, all agreed to this thing where everyone places Fin Fin Poe on defense <laughs> and everyone uses some Han and Chewy variant to kill it. Like that's, that's just what happens every single match. I think I am, I think like it's, it's been, I've killed, I've killed nine of them in the last nine matches. Right. It's, you know, it's, it, here's the problem. Han and Chewy beat it every time, but I've kept Fin Fin Poe on offense. And then my opponent, I, I love using that team against Grievous teams, but now we're using Mon Mothma against Grievous and you get better banners with Mon Mothma and less face fast Grievous is apparently. Um, but I've gotten, uh, I, I've had situations where they didn't place Grievous for some reason. And then you sit there and you're like, who can I use this against? And I got to be honest with you. A lot of the normal defense teams that get put on defense, Fin Fin Poe just aren't great at. I'm not saying they can't beat them. Just when it comes to getting good banners, it's like, uh, all right, all right. Well, I, I guess I'm not getting good banners. Like I'm, I end up not using Fin Fin Poe, which, so I just put him on defense to draw out Han and Chewy, unless I'm up against somebody that places Han and Chewy on defense, and then they. They just don't beat Finn and Poe. <laughs> and then and then hilarity ensues. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. Then you lose to every single team once and don't clear three of them. Um, like that's... It opens the opens the door for the judgment of Zareth. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, so that that was my round two. That was my that was my gambit fight night. How did your round two go? Hopefully I, I, I say hopefully. I know. Uh, not an auto deploy. Oh, thank God. I, after that, my, my opponent, actually, I, when I did research, he had auto-deployed one time last week. Like, it looked like, a, like an accident, though, because then he did play the next two rounds. Or, yeah. or he was just like, he didn't care. He was just listless about it. He's like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to coast, you know, for the first fight. Uh, anyways, he, so he did deploy a defense, and I just let it roll over. Because, honestly, after I had researched him, I was like, Yes, I did kind of custom build this defense for the guy before you, but I think it's going to work just as well on you. <laughs> and and it totally did. Like he he struggled in my front zone, and then he struggled on my top zone, and then he couldn't clear my back zone, and then he couldn't clear my ships either. Yeah. So then I went in and I did fail an attack because uh, I I mean I don't care. Like I'm going to make Kyber at this point, anyways. Don't have to worry about pinching banners because he's not clearing me. I had Nest and I wanted to try against a Bastila lead squad with Barris and what was it, Old Ben or Hoda? Someone like that. Hoda it was. Uh, 
And so I tried nest out. I think I would have won if I had just added a potency or sorry, a tenacity leadership, like, like farm boy Luke or something. Uh, but I didn't. And, uh, you know, that was my one loss. Otherwise, I mean, and I did, I expressly did not need to do that. I just wanted to see what it was like. Uh, you guys were talking. I was like, I was going to, you know, it was a game at fight night. So, you know, we're all talking, we're hanging out, whatever. Not as like a negative thing, but you guys were discussing something. I was like, I'm just going to jump in and do this. And then I lost. <laughs> so <laughs> I paid the price for my lack of vision. <laughs> but uh, otherwise we... Yeah, I, I just smashed that guy. It wasn't close. It, you know, yeah. he didn't have good lifetime banners. I appreciated him playing, though. And he attacked early. Like, nothing nothing bad to say about that guy. Like, everything is bad about to say against that guy who just, like, didn't participate and made it, made my one round super miserable. But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was good. We, so we, I, I, I did okay. And in the finals again, 8-0. You're in the finals. How was your finals match, Solo? Uh, so I was up against uh, a, pr- a pretty good player, actually. And he was from the guild. Fine part, thank you. Uh, from Clans Mandalorians, which they are a good PvP guild. They're, you know, fairly big. This guy has good lifetime banners. He knows all of the counters and, you know, all of that fun stuff. Um, he's another guy that places two... Uh, Galactic Legends on defense every single time. And so this time he placed Ray, L3, and Zaris, which I used... Good lord. Gig and Ross, thank you. Um, He placed two... He placed Ray in the front, and so I used C plus Watt and, you know, got through that. And his front zone was Ray, Finfin, Poe, and then he actually had Beskar, Beskar Mando, which I, I hadn't – I don't think I fought the Beskar, Quill, and IG-11 team yet in 3v3. And so that was sitting in the front zone. Uh, Jedi Knight Revan beats it for 54 banners. I know Geos can too or anyone, but just – I didn't eat anyone else other than Jedi Knight Revan, and Revan took it out with no problem for 54, open up the back and Sith Eternals back there. I said, thank you, here's my 55 banners because I'm going to solo it. And then the rest of the defense, honestly, wasn't that difficult. Um, So it was probably the fastest I've done Grand Arena because I opened up the back zone and I was just like, oh, (laughs) this is easy. Yeah, dude. All right. You you mowed through it. It was like... It was, it was like 35 minutes. We're like, really? Like, we're already done with a third of our attacks? <laughs> I blinked and I was like, oh, all right. Here here we go. Um, and so I, I just flew through it. Yeah, 2669. Um, my opponent actually, so he attacked this afternoon and he, uh, he one-shot my entire board. I think he might be the first opponent I've had in 3v3 that has one shot my entire board i've been full cleared three times now but the other two times i've at least gotten a hold this guy (laughs) frost and gig (laughs) thank you guys uh (laughs) (laughs) uh, so uh he one shot the the entire board but he didn't have Sith Eternal on offense. I had Ray, IG-11, and Quill on defense. So 
he had to have used uh, Supreme Leader Kylo because he got 47 on the Ray. He got uh, 47 on I, I, I had General Skywalker on defense. So he got 47 on General Skywalker. And honestly, that was it. I think I won by he I won by 11 banners and the two GL fights accounted for um, what, 48 and 47. That's God, mental math, six plus seven, that's 13 banners. So he lost the fight in those two GL ban, uh, or the Ray and the gas fight. Like that's, so, uh, I ended up winning. I ended up going nine and oh, um, there is currently a battle in our Twitch chat going on, which I'm not going to complain about. Uh, thank you guys. Wow, guys. Yeah, um, you guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, it, it was honestly, God damn, uh, speak about distractions. Ross, thank you. Gig, thank you. Um, it, it was probably the easiest championship I've had in a while. So I finished 9-0 and and headed into this final week trying for the 12 and 0 and making a legit push for the top 100. Um, I actually, I usually ignore most of the fleet feats today. I actually did the, uh, do the arena battle with Ray's millennium Falcon. I made sure I got that feat in for the extra banners. I think I was, I'm sitting at like 112 or something right now. Um, do not click the join button. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm down to 186 now. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Guys. <laughs> uh, so, does anyone oh still need a sub? <laughs> oh, but, so I'm, I'm going to make a push. Uh, this week, I am going to make a push to do the feats, try and finish top 100, try and finish 12-0. and 0. Um, I am not going to let the feats get in the way of winning obviously uh but yeah so i'm feeling good coming out of this week How don't, is, don't are you gonna throw away your shot i am not going to throw away my shot uh <laughs> good uh it's amazing you've got the beginnings of a dance track <laughs> it's true <laughs> fresh saint this ping is just gonna go off we need a new sound that's for uh subscriptions <laughs> And had Froda. And he got Froda. Thank you, Ross. Jeez, guys. Uh, okay. <laughs> what are you... The, the, I, I just wish we were on a hype train. Like, yeah, right? It, but... Um, oh, man. You guys are so crazy. Thank you so much. So, wow. I'm, I'm coming out of this week at 9-0. Uh, how about you, Sarah? How, how'd, your, how'd your championship go? Um. So, dear Lord, I so this... Entering this round was, was a little sketchy for me at first because I was in the same group as one of my patrons and I was in the same group as someone with 650-something thousand uh, lifetime banners, which is very, very close to what I'm at, personally. Um, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a crazy fight and... Uh, it was going to be a crazy fight. And so, of course, uh, well, not of course, so we fa- faced my patron, beat, beat my patron. Uh, we didn't get matched with each other in the middle round. Of course, we got matched in the finals. Uh, and, like, this guy just doesn't lose hardly ever. And he's super efficient. I mean, it, from a guy 
I mean, it sounds like I'm talking myself up because I have slightly higher lifetime banners. But I mean, with a guy with that high of lifetime banners, you expect some crazy things and you expect a really hard matchup. And it, it totally delivered. Like the, the mods he had totally made it so that I couldn't use certain comps to be able to counter things that were more simple. So when I'd been scouting him, I, you know, you're like, oh, really? Like someone lost to that? You totally get it when you realize that some of the most, some of the more ridiculous speeds out there, you know, were on some of these like kind of B level teams. And so I ended up, I put two Galactic Legends in the back, which I hadn't placed two Galactic Legends at any point this season. I, I you know, one or zero has been my thing. I just want to uh, play efficiency. Like that's, that's, I, that's how 3v3 is, that, that's 3v3 as God intended in my opinion. Um, and so, yeah, three, it, it was, uh, I, I put two Galactic Legends in the back. I put Kylo and Ray. And I, I think, I think that threw him off because, so he, he actually started the attacks. He did, he got 54 on my General Grievous squad. And then I was, I, I started going. So he just kind of let me attack, uh, just give me space, which I mean, that's what a good player does a lot of times. Uh, I was able to clear him. It wasn't super efficient. In the end, I think I got like a, a 26.55, which is still respectable. Um, but, you know, I dropped, I don't think I had any attacks that were lower than a 50, but I had very few that were 54s even ones that I normally get 54 on. So uh, I did clear him. It took a long time to think through it and figure it out, uh, you know, as you might expect, got the one shot. And then, uh, you know, you had your stream. I started my own stream and uh, boom. So, you know, like he, he had started attacking. I was able to go and check during the stream and he, he ended up really struggling on my back zone, like I kind of predicted. So, uh, I took six to get through my Supreme Leader Kylo. He did manage to full clear me, though, which is impressive considering I don't think, I think he spent one of his Galactic Legends on Darth Revan after scouting me. I think that's probably just what he did. So I guess it ended up, it ended up pretty well for me. Um, he, he couldn't get through. Well, he, he did get through, but he couldn't match my efficiency. I won by 54 banners. And uh, yeah, I was, gosh. What a crazy match, though. It's so it's so rare to face someone with so close to that level of life. I mean, banners like I, it's it's all it's still a little bit rare to see six hundred k lifetime banners, much yeah. less like the you know over the six fifty mark. So, like I don't, and this isn't meant as any kind of jab, but like you're you're a really good player. You've had a lot of success success in Grand Arena, and you're you're not quite at six fifty, right? Uh, I'm at like six twenty five maybe yeah and that's that's yeah. a great number like i'm not i'm not trying to like you know say i i have you know i'm not comparing sizes i promise but you know it's just like a, a player player of your caliber you know and this guy has more lifetime like it's it's right. gonna be a crazy hard match so um i'm glad i escaped from it it's uh that'll be posted uh, in a few hours actually that'll be published so you guys can go watch it if you like and can I just say, I think that my two favorite things in the whole world in 3v3 have been Kieti Mundi, <laughs> who I have gotten a ton of mileage from by not expecting a whole lot. Like I'm not expecting him to transcend 
you know, anything. Like he's just a really strong Jedi. He's kind of like Ezra, just like better kind of. And, you know, that's how I'm using him. No galactic uh, Republic Jedi or whatever. And then the other thing I've really been loving on offense, guys, if you have the chance this week, if you haven't already, like, I mean, you can't have deployed defense. Try your Mando, your best guard Mando with Queel and IG-11. They have been like, IG-11 is so thick. Like you just go, you just march in to matches. Like I, I think I did a couple times against like a Newt with, uh, with a like Relic 6 Droidica and uh, a Relic 5 or 6 Django. And they just tank everything. And then you kill them for like 53 or 54 banners. It is amazing. It's so cool. Like I'm kind of awkward at it because I'm not used to it. I don't know their kits as well as I should. But man, it has been a joy. It's been so fun. Uh, 10, 10 of 10, I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And real quick, Mudbum, we did not miss you coming in. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the raid, Mud. Thank you for the raid. In fact, next time, uh, you will be on the screen with us. Um, next time this, this page is going. And maybe we'll see Beskar with IG-11 and Quill again, Separatists, at the same time. <laughs> wow, and Ross and Gig, I, I hope you guys are done. Like, you guys are amazing, but you should stop. I love you guys, but that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, the spectacle can be paused at the very least. So <laughs> thank you so much, though, yes. from the bottom of my heart. Um, absolutely. Okay, so that that was our weeks. We're both headed into this final week at 9-0. and um yeah it's something something to be excited about maybe maybe one of us finishes at the top of the leaderboard for ga center for the end of the season we will we shall see guys tune in next week and you you will know um we'll leave that on a cliffhanger that even we don't know the answer to <laughs> solo is this <laughs> the first time we've ever gone into the first the final week both undefeated it might I feel be. like we got I think we got close to that once, but maybe not quite to nine and zero. Yeah, I, th I think like, I think it's the first time both of us are simultaneously doing it. It's just so rare, man. Like it's—I mean, between the two of us, eighteen matches against the kind of competition we face. Like it's—it's it's just so rare. Even though we don't lose a ton, like right, <laughs> it'd be—it it would be so cool. We haven't ever gone twelve and zero at the same in the same season. We haven't. Um... Yeah, it's, it's hopefully knock on wood. We complain about three v three, but <laughs> always tend to do well at it. Or at least I have. Um, Thanks, and, I, bud. and I'm the, I'm the <laughs> well, I'm the loudest, the loudest vocal or the most vocal person hating it. And here I am having my best season in a, a while at it. Um, but yeah, anyway. I'm actually, I'm actually don't look now, but I'm actually undefeated in the past what 21 3v3 matches yeah because I, I had a perfect quote-unquote perfect season 12 and 0 last 3v3 and i'm undefeated now so uh anyways not yeah not to self-aggrandize just uh i don't know <laughs> so something you know i think i've slipped my uh, to a philosophy of uh, to a play style that actually um uh, complements my abilities is what i think i think i was trying to force it too much the other times uh right well we were just talking to ando about that where 
three v three and five v five cannot be appro- approached in the same in the same way. You just you just can't. Um, you need to be a little more offensive in three v three. Just there's more teams and there's less counters to said teams. Like if you run into a galactic legend and you don't have a galactic legend, there is a potential counter to it that doesn't require a galactic legend. There's like a 33% chance it works though. You you can't rely on that. You know, you have to, you have to go in with your own galactic legend. You basically cancel the galactic legends out and then you become more efficient on the rest of the board. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, that's how you play 3v3 is uh, right now, Galactic Legends dominate everything, but man, there are some super efficient ways to get rid of Galactic Legends. It's not like in 5v5 where you use your own Galactic Legend and you just bludgeon the other one and they bludgeon you back. And I know that you, you know, you talk about getting like good scores with Ray on Ray and it stresses me out the whole time. You almost time out every time, even yeah. if it wasn't necessarily that close, like 30 seconds feel pretty damn close to me. And, <laughs> you know, and sometimes you finish faster. I just, uh, like, it's it's too stressful. And sometimes they just kill a random character. You're like, oh, she whirlwinded when I didn't expect it. Like, damn it all. I guess, I, I guess I'm minus three banners now. Like, it's, it's just, you know, there are some efficient, I guess, in 5v5 too. But for the most part... It's just a totally different thing. In 3v3, it's like, if you have if you have all the Galactic Legends, which I realize not everyone does, but if you do, or if you're in a place where you can use your two to counter their two, you can usually find a pretty efficient way to go about it. And then you just don't have to worry about it. Right. Just play, play nine teams versus nine teams or seven versus seven, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right, so that brings us into the podcast questions for the week. We actually have, so we have less podcast questions than normal, not normal, than we have recently, but they're a lot longer. Like people are writing us paragraphs for podcast questions, which I I kind of enjoy. Um, So why don't we get into the podcast questions? And we're making a good time. This is where we get bogged down. Um, (laughs) All right. Now that 6A slicing is a few months old and you're getting accounts with just silly amounts of 25 plus speed mods, for example, this personal poster has um, 13 plus 25s with only 19 that are 20 to 24. What are your feelings on the new slicing mats? Do you think we need more ways to get the materials or are you happy with uh, the fact that the challenges are exclusively how you get them? I feel like we've talked about this before. Um, I, I actually, I do like that they're limiting the number because otherwise like you, you'd get some, you get some spenders who are just like, you know, they'll, they'll spend, they'll drop 5,000 bucks on new mod mats, you know, like that. Yeah. And that, and not think anything of it because they have the income to it and more, and they're welcome to it. Like no judgment, but like it just, it put it, I like the idea that I can eventually, if I'm, you know, like if I'm spending a little bit, if I'm judicious in what I spend, like I can kind of keep up with the bigger guys. Like I, I'm under no illusions that I will always be able to, but I, I just, uh, I, I like that. Um, I, the way they're doing it now, I've, I've felt a little bitter lately, frankly. Uh, I mean, you know, 
uh, I've made no secret about how bitter I am that you keep getting these amazing <laughs> slices. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm eventually the luck will even out and I, right. I like the way it's going right now. So I'm, I like it actually. I, I was worried just, you know, like what if they mess this up? What if it's not balanced? Cause that's always a possibility. Uh, but I feel like they've done a good job. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that they should rush them out any faster. Um, you know, I, I can tell you the list of 10 to 15 mods I want to go next. And my impatience is I want to get these mods done now because I want, you know, a faster Ray or a faster whatever. Um, you know, right now the mods I'm working on is Ray's arrow because I have a health arrow that has plus 16 speed and I want that speed to increase. So my next two slices are going on that. Um but despite my impatience, I like that they're not just letting all these mods flood the area. Because here's the thing. The mods, when you slice them, don't add a lot of GP. So you run into the problem if they don't limit the slicing material that you're going to have the free-to-play guy up against the spender. And the mods are just going to be so, so, you know, drastically different. And so I'm glad that that's not the case like i'm very glad that it's just all right you get four slices a week that's all you get guys um so yeah i i I do like it eventually they will monetize it and then people will go completely nuts but for the for the initial uh the initial push out I, i thought it was really good rollout that's the right word um yeah, that's been good. Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, let me make sure this is a Frodo question. I want to make sure it's not a troll. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not that Frodo trolls at all. Um, assuming that you have your opponent scouted correctly and your defense optimized for him slash her, do you prefer to put your best defensive team in front to draw out a counter and then surprise them with your second best team in back? or your second best team up front and your best team in back to track them that way. If you say the latter way, so putting your best team in back has putting your best team in the back ever cost you a match because they clear your front zones and end up winning on efficiency. Uh, So I do have an answer, but I will let you go first. I'm trying (laughs) to be more considerate today. Um, So my answer is all, it depends. Like, Most of the time, I will say 90% of the time, I have the second best team in front and the best team in back. It has never cost me because if I feel that confident that I have them scouted out, it's been a very long time since I haven't cleared the front zone. Um, A very long time. And back the last time I didn't clear the front zone was when we each only had one Galactic Legend and it was, you know, we both put Ray on defense and it was a, nobody cleared the front zone. Um, so that hasn't cost me, but that is the exact example of when you put your best team up front. Uh, if you only have one Galactic Legend and you're putting it on defense, you stick it front bottom to prevent 
Because if your opponent puts their Galactic Legend front bottom, then neither of you are getting to the back zone. And, um, you know, you're playing efficiency on the rest of the board. So it really depends when you're at a GP like us, you're usually going to be able to get into the back zone unless you just set such an FU defense that you have nothing on offense. But um, if you have a lot of toys or if you think your opponent is going to clear your front zone, no matter what, I, I personally put the best team in the back. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm very similar in that. I think it's, so the first thing you got to realize, uh, the first thing I do really like, I, I guess I don't, I haven't done it like very like super directly lately. Um, but I always have a plan to, if I can beat their top three teams, whatever those three teams are, I can beat those somehow. I, I always have a way to do that. If they want to throw their first, their three galactic legends in the front zone, it, it might be messy, and it might end up catching or costing me the match because I don't necessarily have it prepared for that level of investment necessarily. Uh, sure. But if, if they do that, I, I always have a plan to be able to beat that. Uh, I mean, that sounds foolish considering I couldn't clear the top zone in the, in that stupid uh, auto deploy, but I mean, I, I made mistakes were made too. Like I, I think I absolutely yeah. could have, if I played it better, I just, it, for me, uh, yeah, I always have a plan to be able to do that. And so it's been, I, I've gotten stuck on that zone at least one other time in my life. I don't remember. I can't remember what it was actually. I'm sure it, I know it happened at least once. That being said, like, it, like, like you said, Solo, it's been a very, very long time since it's happened. And I, I mean, I play the game with the intent of full clearing. I just do. That's how I play. The game gives the most rewards doing that. Uh, you end up having the bigger win, biggest win percentage. And I feel so sad when I see people constantly posting a half board of wins. They're oh, like, oh, I got half the banners and I couldn't clear their ray. You know, like it, it's just a miserable way to play. It's like, well, why didn't you use your Galactic Legend? Well, I needed I needed my Galactic Legend to make it so they couldn't clear half my board. Right. And it's a valid way to play. If you want to do that, if it brings you joy, that's fine. I just, it, it wouldn't bring me joy. It would bring me much sadness. So uh, yeah, what you want to do, the whole goal is you put, you put the teams, you, you want to price it right so that they don't want to spend too much on your teams to be able to clear them. And yet if they use something too expensive that could screw them in the back and you want to be the guy who screws them if you yeah. can, like you want something nasty in the back, you know, if yeah. you just have, you have like kind of tricky stuff up front and all you've done, like, they just like, they're like, well, I have no choice. I'm just going to use my best stuff and hope they didn't put more crazy stuff in the back. You didn't give them any choice, really. Like you didn't make them make a mistake. They're being forced to use their best stuff on your best stuff. Like if I see a galactic legend up front, I'm like, hell yeah, that's wonderful. I'm going to yeah. kill him with my galactic legend because that is an even trade. If they just have Darth Revan and like General Skywalker, then I'm like, can I really justify two Galactic Legends here? I don't think so. Right. Yeah. We um. So we used to have a guy on our Discord server where he would <sighs> Ross. Thank you. 
literally at every Grand Arena round, he would post, you know, we have a results channel where you can post your results and how you did. And every, every Grand Arena round, he would place both of his Galactic Legends, one in the top, one on the bottom. And then his opponent placed one on the top and one on the bottom. And neither of them cleared any of the Galactic Legends. And he would post something very trolly, like, this is the state of the game today. And so both you and I tried the first couple of times to uh, talk to him and be like, well, why didn't, you know, you have Kylo, you could have cleared his Ray and you, you could have won uh, or you could have cleared the board. And he's like, well, why would I do that? Because then he could clear half my board. So then don't complain that nobody's clearing the board when you have the ability and you are actively choosing not to. Like, that used to bug me so much. Um, but anyway, not here to yeah, complain it's... about people <laughs> too much. <laughs> I guess uh, we can move past it if we want. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Next question. And I, I like this question. This is a fun one. Uh, which squad and their associated mechanics in Star Wars, well, in the game, best reflects what we see from them in the actual lore? Oh, interesting. So, so what squad matches the movies or the comics or whatever they come from the best, do you think? Uh, that's a great question. I, I've, always, I've always thought that the Night Sisters do a good job of that, actually. Like, yeah. uh, you know, they, cause they're all about that, that weird death stuff, like all of the, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I think nice sisters do. I don't know if that's the best one. Uh, they honestly, they do a really good job. I've said it a few times. One of my very favorite things, uh, like I love B1 a lot. It, it reflects the lore, uh, yeah. like the way, the way uh, that the kit runs, it reflects the lore. Like perfectly. I don't know that any other one kit reflects the lore that perfectly. I, I love I love B1. I wouldn't say that that necessarily that separatists are for sure the ones that you know match the lore the most as a faction, but like B1, absolutely. Uh, and really, like all of the sep- really that that general grievous squad. It's, it'd be hard to get hard to get closer. What, what about you, Solo? What are your thoughts? I might uh, come back. Well, I I think the character that matches it the best is Vader with the hallway scene. Um, you know, sure. Merciless oh, that's is true. Perfect. Um, point. I too thought of B1 and then I thought, eh, the rest of the, the rest of them aren't that great, except for Droidica actually kind of matches as well. The only thing about Droidica that I wish that they included is I wish they made Droidica susceptible to thermal detonators. Uh, yeah. Because if you remember the Clone Wars, there's the one episode where uh, they're training. Actually, is it when they're on Hera's planet? Uh, I think they're training. I thought they were training Saw Gerrera, like the young Saw Gerrera and his It, it, it might have been. But they, uh, you know, they're training them to slowly roll the thermal or the grenade because uh, the shield won't stop it. So I wish that they added that to that kit. So it knocked it, <laughs> that knocked it off the list. I do like the KOTOR Sith though. Like, I think they did well with those kits. 
you know, uh, both Treya and, and not both, the Treya, um, Nihilus and Scion. But yeah, I, I really liked their their kits and how they matched up to the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think those are good answers. There's there's a lot that, I mean, they do a good job really of, of kind of matching the kit. Like, there's nothing that I'm like, really? That's, that's so dumb. I think yeah. there's maybe, here, here, let's put a twist on it solo. Um, there's no prep. What faction do you think least represents what what uh, they do in the lore? Oh, that's that's a good one. Um, I'll, I'll go first. I, I kind okay. of have an idea, so All you right. can think. Um, but I, it's always kind of like just a tiny bit bugged me that bounty hunters all work together and every single one of them has a leadership. Because you do see it in the lore a little bit of them working together, but right. it's like, how do you get a contract before you actually bring them in? You know, Fair. and everyone's contract is different, and they're working together to get a contract. Like, it, I, I love bounty hunters. Everyone who watches me knows I love them. So, not ragging on the faction itself. I just, <laughs> I've always thought that was just, uh, I don't know. It's not exactly the way Laura goes, which is, it doesn't have to be, but that's what. Um, real quick, thank you, Night War, and then Ross again. So I'm actually, for this one, I'm going to call out the newest uh, faction of the Mandalorians. And I know, I know <laughs> uh, we're going to probably add to this and the, how the faction operates is different but i think my complaint is still going to survive and this is why i was saying that they shouldn't add a mandalorian tab it is 100 percent the mandalorians all hate each other um you know they are a very separate society they do not work together with in their different clans like they fight each other Literally, they call it clan wars. Like, they hate each other. And now we're uniting them all under one leader. Um, so I think, I think when we're talking about something that really goes against the lore, like Gar Saxon would never be fighting next to Sabine Wren. Um, you know, I, I kind of... I kind of disagree, actually. I, I mean... Uh, I think that, yeah, they, they can hate each other. I think that there's also, there's, I mean, and we're talking about like, they're, they're a society that's spanned, you know, millennia. So of course you can find different, cherry pick of different examples if you want. But I guess I just, I've seen, I mean, I think that they would band together against the right foe. If you had the right, if you had the right Mandalore in charge, uh, you know, maybe I'm just totally off. I just... I do think that I don't think that they hate each other to the point that they would never work together. Uh, well, I don't know. I just, yeah, either way. I, I don't think that the current set of Mandalorians would ever work together. <laughs> so uh, that could be fair. All right. Next question. What are your expectations regarding the next uh, assumed pair of Galactic Legends? 
Do you think that CG will continue to make kits where all the Galactic Legends beat each other, or do you think the next set will be the next level of power creep and you start to get a set of Galactic Legends that are better than the other Galactic Legends? Ah, uh, that is so hard to say. Um, I mean, I, I kind of do think they're going to... They got to continue the power creep a little bit. I think well, these games... I kind of need power creep, frankly. Like I, yeah. I don't think it does. I don't think it does anyone any good to just have a game that stagnates. I know we all talk about how cool it would be to have this, uh, to have this. Uh, what do you call it? Rock paper scissors meta. And I, so as as someone who spends money to get these characters and stuff, like I am falling super far every time now. Yeah, you know, every day in arena, it doesn't matter who I put in. Like I'm in the twenties usually, yeah. At, at least, like sometimes I fall into the thirties and have to do a refresh. Like, and I guarantee that people who spend a lot of money initially are feeling a little bit of the crunch of just like, oh, this sucks. Like these people who got them free to play are beating me, and that that's fine. I don't wish anything poor, anything bad on free to play. You guys are awesome. Who you know, if you want to compete in the meta I, i'm impressed by people who do that uh frankly yeah and at the same time like cg has shown that they want to give people a return on their investment and if they just come out with a fifth and sixth galactic galactic legend who can immediately be beat by these other four then i i kind of think people aren't going to want to spend as much money because what's the point like you already have a bunch of counters built into your into it as it is like i think they're probably gonna my guess is that they'll be better like they'll be considerably better than the current four we have yeah i i hate both arenas both arena and fleet arena right now because it is so stagnant and so many people have caught up that never would i mean like never would catch up to a meta Ever. And I know this makes us sound elitist and I can already hear the Reddit post of they won't let me into the shard chat because one year later I just got <laughs> Supreme Leader Kylo. Like <sighs> well, I know. Well, maybe I know. they didn't let you maybe they didn't let that guy into the shard chat because he was annoying. Well that's uh, <laughs> I mean <laughs> we've had we've had a few of those that have been let go from the shard chat more more because their personalities were not up to stuff. Um, but like you said, why is the guy that, like, we have one guy in our guild and he's a part of um, Caw Patrol and he spends a lot of money at the game. Now, you know, why is he going to spend a ton of money on an arena team if he's going to fall to 30? Like, <laughs> from a business perspective, why would he? And the answer is probably he's in Caw Patrol and they want the new shiny <laughs> toy. But why, like, what motivation are you giving him other than he wants the new shiny toy? Because it used to be day one, a character would come out and he would be sitting on first until somebody he liked say said, hey, do you mind switching your team up so I could finish first? And he would. It, his thing was, if you didn't ask, he wouldn't do it. If you ask, he'd help you. Uh, so he wasn't a, a complete dick, um, you know. But And then he would switch his team. You would knock him off first to, like, fourth. 
And then he would just sit on fourth overnight because he wouldn't change his team after that because he paid money to sit on fourth. Like at the end of the day, CG has to keep their doors open. And if neither arena is letting you buy your way to the top, there's no reason to spend the money to get to the top. And so I think that there should be a little bit of power creep. I don't want it to be where, you know, the current four GLs can't beat them at all. Like, I think that's bad. You always need the off meta counter. Like, you have to have a counter available. But I'd be fine if the current GLs beat them like 80% of the time. You know, just, just enough to make it annoying. Yeah, or or they made it like a prohibitively expensive squad to beat. It's like, okay, well, Ray can beat him. We also need Jedi Knight Luke and uh, like General Skywalker to do it or something, you know, like make it so that, yes, it's consistent. Maybe you can even get good banners, but damn, it didn't, if it didn't cost you an arm and a leg or something. I don't yeah. know. Like, uh, yeah, like a, an off meta counter is always one that's going to have that risk involved. I, I like that risk. I don't. I don't like just having it. I mean, you, you've seen me. I, anyone who's watched me stream, I in 5v5, I'm just like, yeah, let's try this off meta counter. Like, I, I, that's, right. those are, that's what I enjoy the most in the game. I, you know, so, you know, you, you hope that that's going to happen. And frankly, I think, I think we're going to get one eventually. Um, what, so I feel like someone asked, was it Ross who just asked, like, what who are the next galactic legends going to be if you had to guess what would what would you guess solo uh, if you had to if i had to guess yeah it could be wrong it probably will be i have, I have a guess it's, as well it's 100 going to be wrong but kenobi and maul cool like what what era uh like padawan kenobi no. See, I, I think it would be Maul. Maul is going to be like the syndicate robot legs era Maul. Um, mm. So maybe it's not, maybe it won't be Kenobi and it'll be Ahsoka. I would love to see an Ahsoka and a Maul galactic legend. Uh, Ooh, that would be awesome. I don't know if they will do it, but... I'm, I'm not a Jedi Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Versus so, I'm not a Sith Maul. Right, they don't exactly. have a tag. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, but man. people have been wanting a scoundrel galactic legend. Oh God, I'm just I heard Clash scream in the night. Um, I heard me me scream in the night. Do you right. know how many stupid things I'm going to upgrade if that happens? <laughs> right, because of Clash. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I, I would love a scoundrel mall. Like that just sounds fun. I don't know yeah. what tag Ahsoka would get because she's not a rebel. She's not. She's kind of not anything. Like, I, I don't know what tag you would give her, but she would be a lot of fun as a galactic legend. Um, well, she'd be good because she wasn't a Jedi, but she still had lightsabers. Right. And has the force. And, but, so there, I, I'll go Ahsoka and Maul, and it's going to be adult Ahsoka and scoundrel. Well, what about okay. what are your thoughts someone made me answer this last night or yesterday maybe it was this morning it doesn't matter um they said they made me choose and you know so like 
I was surprised that I said this, but I, I really, in the end, I do actually, I still really like this idea. I like the idea and I'm not someone who just like thinks that he's just the most amazing character, but I wouldn't mind having a galactic legend, Mace Windu and a like Lord Tyrannus, like a, like a Count Dooku, just like his Sith name, like, yeah. uh, you know, cause he was, he was legendary, man. Like he, he fought the best of the Jedi and won every time almost. Sure. Like, you know, he was amazing. And, you know, like Mace Windu also, like he's the only of the Jedi who could have probably beat Sidious one-on-one. So, I mean, I think they're both fit the galactic mold and there's not a ton of character copies of them. They're, they're characters that people would maybe like accept as, as legends. Yeah. So. so the other day, CG came into the Discord server for the uh, SWGOA Defense <laughs> Discord server. And of course, Ram is there, Ram Bam. And of course, Ram is going to ask, when is Mace getting a rework? Or are we getting Galactic Legend Mace? And so just because it's fun to troll Ram, because his obsession with Mace is borderline unhealthy. My, my question was... Um, what do you call the flying out the window move of Mace? <laughs> what, are, what are we going to call that move? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I, the I, I gotta I, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's his transformation right there. Oh. Gotta be in Monticello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wrong movie right. franchise. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, we don't have to have Mace. I, I'm not someone who's just like, why isn't he used to give him no attention? Like I'm fine where he is in the game, frankly. I just, I don't know. I, I would be cool with something like that, you know, yeah. something that seems that's believable enough to me. So. Right. Mace would not get me excited. The galactic legend and the kit would get me excited more than it being Mace. Um, though I do well, like what, Samuel what L. Would... Jackson. So, uh, you know, well, so here, here's my, here's the deep reason behind it is I really want a really strong galactic legend, uh, a, a really strong galactic Republic Jedi uh, so that we could use Kiati Mundi with them. And to be honest, like that might be what they do just to, you know, people are starting to unlock Kiati Mundi and, you know, it might be. And a lot, a lot of the people who have unlocked Kieti Mundi or Spenders, they might just try to reward Spenders in a way by doing something like that. I don't know. They very well might. And then I will throw things at CG because screw them. Um, <laughs> just because that, the cam missions, absurd. The cam mission and the challenge rancor are the two things that I don't want to go on Zoom calls. Like, I don't want to do Zoom calls to do something. And so those two things anger me greatly. Even though on both accounts, I can beat the cam mission, you know, other than pure RNG that happens in the mission. Like, I don't... I don't want to have to step up and force the guild to get more cam shards than... I already am because I'm already putting pressure on them because bastards need more. Um, but yeah. Uh, so um, I pray that that is not a thing, but it makes complete sense. So I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Just, I don't, 
I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it, damn it. Um, anyway, let's let's move on. So, uh, it seems Galactic Challenges is a way for those who've invested in the latest, i.e. Beskar Mando or the armor to benefit. However, do you feel the benefit is real or substantial, especially for new, newer players who want to get ahead but may not have older meta tunes such as Hoda or DR? So essentially, would you advise newer players to chase the Galactic Challenges or to build their roster out how you did prior to Galactic Challenges? <laughs> Man, Galactic Challenges are don't add a huge amount of benefit from getting to the top spot. Like, it feels nice, and, like, my main will probably just get it every time just out of pride. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know, and I want the mod increases, but what you're getting for the very top prizes is a couple chances, like like a 50% shot at upgrading one speed thing on your... Right. Uh, on your roster. Like, it's not... It's not that substantial. It's it's fun. It's cool. I want it, of course. But it's to me. It, don't don't build around galactic challenges. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> best card is not good, frankly. <laughs> like I I enjoy the heck out of him in three v three. Is he good in five v five? There's been a couple comps that make him interesting, but you have to use some crazy mods to do it. it for for you know when you could use other teams to do it. Like you just have to. Has to be like a passion for you. So, to me, <laughs> no. Just so far, no. There's no reason at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, galactic challenges are an end game thing. I, I would say it wouldn't hurt if you could get to what is it, tier four of the galactic challenges, which does not take that much gear at all, um, and is not. I don't think you need to be faction specific to do it because they do give out 10 shards of character. So as a newer player getting to past tier four, I, I forget what the box is called. Uh, wouldn't be a bad thing. If you have one team that can complete up to like the fifth wave or the sixth wave and you just use your best team and you can get all of those, um, uh, all of the shards to help your farms. But I, I would never say that it was anything necessary or to chase it. No, like it's nice, but uh, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't chase it guys, especially not yet. Like chase them on their own merits. A lot of times these characters will actually have actual reasons to chase them other than like an event flavored one. Right. I mean, it was like, it was like, you know, how do you make people who don't really like, who don't care about the Ewok faction, and this is way back, but like, they, they made, they made this whole event where when Zetas were pretty rare, they, they had it so that if you farmed uh, Wicked up to what, five stars or something, then you could, yeah you could start getting Zetas. I forget what the requirements are now, but like you could, you could start getting Zetas and it, it maybe it was seven stars, like that, that's like an event-based reason. Like people who don't care about Ewoks, eventually you had to use them to get 3PO and all of that. But initially, you know, the Ewoks were, they, they, had to, they had to give us an event to make them actually worth it. Yeah. And that's what this kind of feels like, it, it, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, all right, last podcast question because we do need to move on. Uh, obviously, First Order and Resistance really need their own tank ship to make them more vi- uh, viable, in especially in Fleet Arena. Um, but regarding specific ship abilities, what would you like to see given the next new ship the most? Like Tenacity Up, Ignore Taunt or Stealth, Instant Kill. So you brought up the Razor Crest earlier. If you could pick an ability to put on the Razor Crest, what would it be? Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> so think about how it's resilient and how you can like fix it all the time. Like how, <laughs> and how it's like instantly fixable. It's like it's like about to like I mean they're like open to vacuum and then someone's <laughs> like, Hey, I, I have a wrench. <laughs> and he's like, well, go to town. He's like, I, I only have an hour. He's like, well, that's all you need. Right. You know? So so essentially Bounty Hunters Resolve. <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, no, so a, a similar uh, type, at least. So, yeah, like uh, you say that. And actually, that's exactly what I've been thinking, though, because we, we have four Bounty Hunter ships right now. Yep. And... Uh, I, I mean, I think you could make it into a, like a mini faction. You could be like a turd polisher kind of a character where, I mean, it was like the, the rebel fleet was horrible until the Falcon came out right. and then the Falcon came and it like, like home one wouldn't, wasn't used. Uh, the rebels weren't used. I mean, they, you know, corner cases, whatever, but like the, the millennium Falcon came and made that whole faction amazing no one has saw it coming really and it, it was it was really cool like i think the razor crest could do the same thing i don't know how exactly but it would be cool something around breach i think <laughs> uh yeah so my my choice would be it, it would be ignore taunt because all everybody's running in my fleet arena right now is um negotiator triple tanks where the first two reinforcements every time is Sunfac comes out and then the next reinforcement is the Rebel Y-Wing comes out. So if you don't kill Anakin in the kind of opening salvo before a reinforcement comes out, it's like, okay, this this fight's just going to drag on and it's painful. So if I could ignore Taunt and just target Anakin when there's a triple tank out there, or worse, there's three tanks and Plo comes in next and puts the taunt on somebody else. Like, give me an, an ignore taunt. Let me kill Anakin right away and just completely neutralize the negotiator. I will take that in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, let us let us give us a reason not to put Relic Eight on GK and Anakin, please. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes, God, please. Uh, <laughs> I really don't want to do it. I don't. I don't know if I ever will. Uh, yeah, I, they're not high on my list. Um, all right. So that that those are the podcast questions. Thank you, everyone, for submitting the podcast questions. If you want to submit questions for next week, join our Discord server, and we will. Um, you know, we have a podcast question page where you can drop your question and we will answer them the following week. So thank you everyone that submitted it. 
Now let's talk about our other accounts because you and I are both running alts. You are a masochist and running two alts at the moment. Uh, well, I only have one. So why don't we start with your bigger alt? How did, uh, how did your bigger, just Zareth alt do this week? So my soon to be division one account, <laughs> uh, as everyone by now knows, I, I lost the, I lost my, dropped my winning streak, my 112 game winning streak. Um, last week and so this week was my redemption week it was like a question of am i going soft am i just like not keeping up like can i actually still win or is the magic broken am i just doomed to lose most of my you know some of my matches at least uh, i won't accept that i'm doomed to lose most of them i don't think that's that's not in the cards but uh, that being said, like, how, how what is I going to do post-disaster? And the answer was, I just cruised. Like, people put way too hard of defenses down twice, and I still just smashed them. <laughs> I don't think, I, I think I failed at an attack or two, but it was, it was a pretty dominant display, actually. I, it wasn't... It wasn't that close. I think the most interesting that happened with thing that happened with my account was I was so busy at work today. I couldn't get out to check my phone at any point to see <laughs> if I had, if he had attacked, if they had attacked on my alt. And so uh, it went all the way past the point where I could even review it. And I was still at work. And then I got home. And when I turned on my alt, like it, you know, it takes sometimes a while to populate like the banners and, you know, all yeah. of the different things. And I actually had no idea if I had won for a while. <laughs> like I was just like, I, I mean, I messaged you. I'm like, I have no idea. It's, you, know, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, eventually it'll populate and I'll get the notification that I've won or lost. But at, right now I have no way of actually verifying how I did in the finals. And then it was super anticlimactic because he didn't attack or he <laughs> just failed so much that it got the same score as that. So, uh, Dominant week. We're back on the win streak. Three matches, guys. Beat that. Now, my main is on a far, on a bigger win streak than my alt, and that feels weird. How'd you do solo? <laughs> uh, so my alt is also 9-0 and now. I came into the week sitting at 6-0. and um, And my alt crushed it. Like, it, it, it just... I, none of the battles were close. I have gotten very good at the uh, Jedi Master Luke mirror match. You know, the one thing I did on my Luke is I, I got my Jedi Master Luke on that account up to 555 because I don't have Sith Eternal Emperor. So I needed to be faster than any other Jedi Master Luke. And all my opponents still placed their Jedi Master Luke on defense. I kept mine for offense. And um, there we go. Like, <laughs> I was faster. I got the ability block out. Sorry, guys. You, you were ability blocked for two turns. I spent two turns or two rounds using the lead ability, just deleting their entire team. And I got through. And so I get to the championship. I went up against the guy, you know, both of us only have two Galactic Legends. He set both Galactic Legends on defense, one up top, one down below, much like we just talked about where I, I guess trying to block me from clearing. 
I kept both my Galactic Legends on offense. I mirrored the Ray. Oh, that's the other thing. You placed Ray Han Chewie and then Jedi Master Luke, uh, Jedi Knight Luke, and Hoda on defense. And so I did Ray, Bastila, and Holdo. I couldn't use Hoda because I needed Hoda up top. And uh, so I used Jedi Master Luke, Jedi Knight Luke, and Hoda. I got 54 on both fights. Um, and then I cleared the rest of his board. I got 2671. Like, it was utter destruction. I And he just didn't attack. Championship round, and he just didn't attack. Um, so, so anticlimactic. <laughs> it, it, it was. Though, hey, I'll take 9-0, you know. However I can get it, I I will take it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you still have one more uh, Galactic Legend. Or Galactic Legend, good Lord. Uh, you still have one more alt account. You have Prevail Man. How did, how did Prevail Man do this week? <laughs> well... My first two matches were just walkthroughs. I just smashed the first those two guys super easy. They left way too light of defenses. Uh, not not even close. Uh, the the <laughs> third one was up against a guy who was in num- number six. He was sixth place in that division, and he totally min-maxed things. I was very impressed actually. He had like a, a Zeta Padme squad, a Zeta Geo squad. And then he had like Commander Luke and like Relic Darth Vader and good bounty hunt. Like he had, it was like a very impressive squad or uh, account. And I was so tired, man. I just finished doing my main attacking that that brutal uh, guy, the really strong uh, lifetime banner got my main and then my alt. The guy had placed a pretty tough defense and then I was just, I was, I think I could have if I had just like had a fresh mind, like fixated on it and actually solved it because I, I think i had the right components to beat it but he he trapped me a little bit he made me spend too strong of a squad up front and then on the back he just he had too strong of squads and i i eventually just blundered into using uh i tried to use my relic darth vader to solo these like gear eight gear seven and eight geos but I didn't have all my Zetas and uh, they eventually just uh, destroyed me. So it was, it was a crushing defeat. I was, I was pretty, dis- I was pretty sad, but I don't know. These things happen on an alt that you don't really play that much. So, you know, I, I'm sad of course, but at the same time, I guess I'll, you'll see, I'll live. I'll, I'll totally live. I will not die. Um, I'm- I'm glad to hear that. That's, Thanks. The, the, I think the saddest part is that I'm missing a Zeta from it now, a Zeta map, which that account desperately needs. So, yeah, it was it was fine. I've lost two two weeks in a row on that account. I really need to tighten my shot group. Actually, think about some stuff. I just got Zeta a Zeta on Sabine, so we'll see if that actually moves the needle at all. I, that might nice. have just been folly as well, but <laughs> it, we, I did it anyways. I feel like I'm the guy on Monty Python. It's like, um, you know, they they told me not to build a castle on the swamp, so I built it just to show them. <laughs> and that castle sank into the swamp. Yeah. So I built a second one on top of it just to show them. <laughs> and that one sank into the swamp. <laughs> you know, and eventually he's like, but the fourth one stayed. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, that's what I'm hoping happens, guys. This is yeah. this is my third Zeta Sabine. So. <laughs> oh. Uh, I just uh, made myself sad. <laughs> yeah. We're well, we're about to talk about what we did this week, which will make me sad. Um so <laughs> now that we talked about what happened on our accounts last week, uh what have you done this week to prepare for the next week of Grand Arena? Um nothing. I am hoarding gear for the Gar Saxon challenge. <laughs> Oh. That, that's literally the answer. I don't think I've applied a single anything this whole week, which goes very against my nature. Usually I have some kind of impulse thing, but I, I don't. I think I've been good this week. So uh, just a few more days to go until I can get my tasty Gear 13 Gar Saxon. <laughs> I start being able to use Gauntlets. They're being able to use an Empire Fleet to kill like Negotiator and stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. I have done the same. Um, that's I, you know, when this whole concocted idea came up, Mudbum messaged us and was like, you know, would you be willing to do that? And it's like, Mud, I literally have zero gear and sent pictures of like zero gear that I had because I just finished getting armor up and I got Moff Gideon up and I have nothing saved, nothing in the tank. And so this week has been spent saving gear to do the Gar Saxon challenge. I will say, in Grand Arena, um, I lost to a Grievous with Mon Mothma. Literally, while we're on stream, because this was on the fight night, I um, I zaded K2 right there. It's like, K2 had 15,000 more protection. Um, I would have survived this. And so it's part of this was because we're also drinking alcohol on fight night um clicked the k2 zeta and now k2 will get a little extra protection every day i do not advise that for anyone else but i had what seven zetas sitting waiting to be applied and so that was done uh fun fact though on my alt account I now have every single Omega applied that can be applied. There's not a single character missing their Omegas on my alt account. That was completed this week, which means Omegas are completely useless on that account. Now, um, you know, I, I, I had, I, I, I looked and I had something like 500 Omegas just sitting there. And so I was like, I might as well finish off the bottom of my roster. Here we go, guys. And I still have 200 saves for whatever whatever comes next. Uh, but that was my prep for this week. That, that was, you know, so exciting. <laughs> it is exciting, actually. I, yeah, there's good stuff. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how many Omegas I've saved on my main account. I need to... Hold on. We're going to level Gar up a little. His first ability to see what hit. Oh, I only have 245 Omega saved on my main account. So I can't do that on my main account. Cannot do that. Noob. I know, right? Uh, all right. With that said, I think it's time to wrap it up, Zareth. I think that's past time solo. Let's let's get this, this thing done. Call Agreed. it good. All right. 
guys, real quick, uh, how you can find us. Um, obviously, we have the Gambit Podcast Twitch. That is this. Uh, we stream on Mondays and Fridays. Mondays are the podcast. Fridays are our Gambit Fight Night, where we will always have a guest. This week, the guest is Mudbum and a small appearance by Prime Force as well for the Guard Challenge. Um, we have our own personal pages. My personal YouTube, uh, YouTube, YouTube and Twitch pages are Solobase15. That's S O L O B A S S 1 5. Zareth's personal Twitch page is Zareth underscore prevails. That's X A E R E T H underscore P R E V A I L S. His YouTube page is just Zareth. So X A E R E T H. Um, we already talked about the Discord, but I will uh, say that the Discord is a tremendous place. If you are looking for help in Grand Arena, there are a lot of amazing players there. Uh, we generally have two or three of the top 10 from every division. Uh, so I encourage you to join the Discord and ask questions if you have it. And finally, there's a counter sheet. It's a Google Doc. It actually has timestamped links to the videos on how to run a counter rather than just saying that the counter exists. You can see how the counter runs. And if it's something you feel comfortable doing, because sometimes we beat a team and it's not exactly pretty. Um, with that said, we're done. <laughs> we are done. I think we are. Yeah. Um, guys, big shout out to Ross and Gig and Orig earlier in the night and everybody else that donated. Uh, we did have a hype train before the Ross and Gig battle. Thank you guys so much for that. And thank you to all of our listeners out there in podcast land. Uh, we really do appreciate everybody that comes to either watch the stream live or if you can't watch it live, we appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast. Um, it is always appreciated. And with that said, guys, remember, this is very important. Evil sucks. <laughs> and <laughs> equally important and i i think arguably more true as well don't be dicks <laughs> that that is very very true um thank you guys have a good week and we will catch you on friday for a bummy good time <laughs> <laughs> uh this will be weird <laughs>